Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Daily Dust. This is a radio program where we talk about music, we talk about what we're listening to, we talk about stories, and we, and we don't ever do it on a regular basis. So here we are. Thank you for listening. Today I have a very special guest joining me. Hello, my special guest. How are we doing today? We are doing all right. That's doing better okay. than bad. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing bad, uh, but it's a weird time, week. It's a weird, it's weird. It's weird. We're going to get into some of the weirdness. Uh, <laughs> I have a question to ask you about the weirdness. Sure, go ahead. Um, but we'll, do, we'll get into it in, in a moment here. Uh, first, do you mind introducing yourself, my esteemed guest? Sure. Um, esteemed listeners of this podcast, um, may already know me and hate me i am mr jimbo six-pack uh i've been on before once i think and yes uh, yeah man uh i don't know i make music when i feel like it and i'm not sick and uh i put out stupid tweets um that i think are funny and sometimes cave dust does and like nobody else so i think they're very funny you guys should follow be following jimbo six-pack on twitter yo i gotta read a tweet of yours that I think is your magnum opus. I think I said that last time, but I was like, nah, this time is actually, you, you had like fire. You had back to back, back to back, like. Was it from yes, like hitters, yesterday dude. within the past like 36 hours? Yep. Cause I feel it's, like I, I put to, I strung together like a bunch of wins. Dude, you, uh, had, over you the weekend. had so many wins. You had so many wins. Can I, let me read one to you. Yeah, go ahead. Guitar nerds and Sopranos nerds have something in common. They are both obsessed with this thing called tone. <laughs> anyway, can I have 275 for the train? I'm late for a meeting with my parole officer. What was going through your mind when you wrote that tweet? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was thinking about watching more of The Sopranos. Uh, and I don't know. This is the shit that just like pops into my head. And like sometimes <laughs> I write it on the Twitter. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Oh, tone. Tone. Right. Yeah. What are you that's doing what i was thinking there? about so go get some espresso over there tone and the gabagool yeah i i don't like sit down and like write my tweets or like write at all uh i just this is a stupid shit that comes into my head um when i'm pooping or otherwise that's that's the fucking best time there's another question i had for you about your yep. tweets all right this one went over my head and i <laughs> <laughs> i don't actually know what you're referring to here so I think the listeners are also in a similar position where the listeners want to know what this means. Okay. Um, oh, you want to see my tight five? Well, how about I show you a loose two? <laughs> That's a... <laughs> poop emoji. <laughs> yeah. I, the poop emoji is supposed to signal that it's a, a thinly veiled poop joke. So do you know what a tight five is? No. A tight five is like for people who... Um, we used to do this thing called stand-up comedy. Um, and by we, I mean absolutely not ah. me, but other people. And I used to like watching it. And so a type five is like at an, when people are starting out and they're going to open mics and stuff like that, um, they like really work and polish on like their first like five minutes. Um, Cause that's kind of like an art form in and of itself is like <laughs> being able to like really work on your economy of words because people aren't going to give you a bunch of stage time. They're going to give you five minutes. So your type five is, is that. Um, and so a loose two is just diarrhea. Um, yeah, I was just <laughs> doing a play. It's a play on words. Uh, that's it. I didn't think about that one very much at all. 
That one was good though. That now that you explained it, I didn't know what a tight five was. I was like, is this a penis joke? Is yeah. this a poop joke? Is this yes. a, you know, the poop joke was obvious, like not obvious. Obviously, it was not obvious to me, but you did add the poop emoji to, uh, I think, make it uh, a little bit more obvious to our more intelligent listeners of this radio program. Yeah, I was trying to telegraph that a little bit. The last tweet I got that I want to say is an absolute <laughs> banger is guy in the crowd at title fight reunion show. What? Oh, yeah. These guys rule. They just don't make music like when I was in high school anymore. Haha. <laughs> what grade are you in? <laughs> Fucking fire Jimbo. Six I thought about <laughs> adding 11th grade was my favorite too, on the end of that, uh, but decided that that was like extra. That would have been a, a good like reply to myself. Uh but I, I didn't throw that in there. I was just listening to Title Fight, and I was like, I wonder what it would be like to be in the crowd at uh, a reunion show for them, which I'm sure they'll need money one day, you know? <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. I was thinking that exact same thing. I was like, when, realistically, is there going to be a Title Fight reunion show? I'd say Over 2024. Under. That's, that's accurate. Yeah, I think... Have you listened to Glitterer at all? I like Glitter. Gl- gl- I can't say it. I I like Glitter yeah, I a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I really dig it. I would love. Does he like perform as Glitterer? Yeah, I saw him once in uh, in Berkeley. Hmm. It was like a um, it was like a fest that the guys from Ceremony put on. Okay. And yeah, like they? famous Bay Area band Ceremony. Famous Bay Area. Okay. Uh. It was it was like right before the pandemic, like November two thousand nineteen. But Glitter played, and it was uncomfortable. Not because, not because he yo. So Ned has like an amazing stage presence, right? Yeah, for sure. He's the bassist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the bassist, and he sings, and he sings like it takes a lot of balls to get up there by yourself and just like perform songs when you're not playing it like punk songs when you're not playing an instrument that's what i think is like the most impressive one of the most Did you impressive just play to a backing ago. track he just has a backing track going he has like a, he gets up there with a computer and puts it on a folding chair and just like kills it like he's running around the stage screaming yelling like he's has like the energy like that's the energy is sick. not this is not the issue there was like some kids in the in the um some kids in the crowd were just like moshing or something and he got like kind of upset about it, or like, I don't oh, even man. know what Classic, the situation like, was. Oh man, classic! Like, I'm a kind of big punk musician sort of thing. Like, yeah, got to get mad at the monster. I mean, I get it. It's there. <laughs> I'm old now, so like, moshing's fucking annoying. Um, yeah, 100%. and I've been on that beat for probably a good ten years now. But uh, you know, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it definitely happens. And I'm at the point, same thing, where I was like, oh, I just want to watch this guy show. And then uh, eventually, like a fight broke out during glitter set, which is like the most, this is why it was uncomfortable because it was like a fight breaking out, Ned yelling at them that they're like immature and then trying to like continue on with the set. I, I just felt hmm. bad. Like that, that's just like a tough, it's a tough crowd. Like you, it's, a, it's tough what he's doing. And then it's tough to have like that situation going on where you kind of like, you're trying to like wrangle people together, but you don't really have control of the situation. You yeah. know? Yeah, and, like, when you have a band, like, it's more intimidating when you have, like, four or five people, Yeah, you know, all, like, in agreement, echoing the same thing, like, telling you to fucking stop, but when it's just yeah. one dude, it's a little different. So that was a bummer. That was yeah. the last time I saw Glitter, but I did, uh, 
he did play some hits. The new the new stuff sounds good. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But I think 2024 might be the return. Hell yeah. Uh, I, need, I still need to listen to the new Glitter. I know that it's out. I just haven't. I think it might not be totally out. He has some singles out maybe. Oh, okay. I know he put something out, I think, because you told me. Uh, so I need to go uh, listen to that. He just has one, one single out. I forget when this record's coming out. It might be coming. Yo, so like people are doing weird shit now where yeah okay you would put like singles out leading up to the release of your record but like maybe i don't know how how far in advance would you be putting singles out depends um sometimes they do it when that happens way too early it kind of pisses me off because it's like i want you to just like put the whole record out i think narrowhead did like a really good job of just like releasing a couple singles and then they were like here's the album like yeah there was maybe what would you say like three months maybe um and they released like two or three singles in that time and then put the record out like it was fairly quick um and like built anticipation pretty well yeah i definitely feel like that was the case with them yeah um i and i agree that it felt it felt quicker than it i think it might have been in reality like i'm looking at this now like i just had to look up when this record's coming out Mm mm-hmm and it's coming out February 26th, but the first single was mm. released December 9th. That's not bad. It's actually not bad at all. <laughs> I think it's just that, like, days feel like years right now, so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, it, felt, it felt a lot longer, because I, I remember looking at it, I'm like, February 26th? That's, that's far away. Yeah. But it's really, realistically, we're still not. We're already, like, halfway through January. Yeah, I've been, like, off work for, like, two weeks, and I feel like I've been off work for, like, a month and a half. It's wild. Yeah, dude. That's... Where do you go back? And you're like... Go back tomorrow. I don't remember how to do anything. Ah! I mean... So, I did the dumb thing and, like, looked at Slack a couple times. So, like... Because ah. there was, like, something big that, like, happened while I was gone that I, like, set them up for. So, I wanted to know what happened. Uh, oh, right. Like, right, what the right. shakeout was from that stuff. And, uh, luckily, it seemed to have gone fine. Um... Well, there you go. So I'm pretty happy about that. I don't think I'm going to have any messes to clean up. So it's going to be good. That is good. Yeah. That is good. Um, there is a new, gl- like, along with this Glitterer uh, single, he put out a, a video that's really cool. It has, like, a bunch of, like, stuff from around Wilkes-Barre and, like, a bunch of, like, Northeast Pennsylvania, like, references. So that's definitely check that out. Dude, Yo, I've I'm been... just going to play it. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. I... <laughs> uh whenever we were talking like we were showing um like videos of our scenes uh whenever we were hanging out (laughs) and i'm just thinking back (laughs) to when i showed you fucking my scene from uh dallas fort worth texas uh from 10 years ago and you were like there's nobody at these shows and it, it did like put it into perspective for me like man this shit was like so small where i was from and like dude we were all listening to all that shit from Northeast Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. That was, like, we all wanted to be there at that stuff. Uh, everybody was big, like, title fight, Tiger's Jaw fans. Um, we were all way into it. So, I don't know. It's Dude, cool. I think that made me realize. Well, so so two things. The reason why I said, okay, the reason why I said that there was nobody at those shows. I mean, there was nobody was, at those shows. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of people. Well, the surprising thing was I thought, in my mind, we watched the Kublicon, uh, or who mm-hmm. did we watch? Right. No, that we watched the right? Kubicom one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the video I was talking about. So I guess in my mind, because I was listening to that in 2010 as well. Sure. 
that seemed bigger to me than than i guess the reality so like dude absolutely when, not we were like it was in warehouses that like just uh like vfw halls like not that shit wasn't diy as fuck in uh in northeast pennsylvania but it was like yeah th- there was no legit venues at all so it was just like where can we reasonably be as loud as this needs to be and not get the cops called on us um, yep. and the, the reason we picked the warehouse was because it was outside any noise ordinances um and like vfw halls similarly would be in like similar areas uh so that's why that's where that shit was um there was like one le- semi-legit venue that was like in a strip mall in like a you know in between a bunch of warehouses uh, and that was it yep exactly the same so like the that venue i showed you with uh, the video of me moshing um that that venue was in the middle of a strip mall uh in the middle of nowhere it was like yeah. you turn off the main road and then you go for like two miles before you get to like this place yep. and like <laughs> it was like across the street from like a trailer park and like a like a just a development like it was all people's it was all residential except for this like weird strip mall where there was a punk venue and the uh massage parlor next to it oh my god and uh uh there was many times actually where people would get pissed off uh from like the surrounding neighborhood Mm -hmm. one was because people were like parking on people's property yeah i mean you know yeah this is like butthurt and you know homeowners you know i i get it and the other was for for just noise um but what are you gonna do yeah man it's loud it's a bunch of kids uh get over it i don't know man get over it get over it and now we're old telling kids to stop moshing i mean i'm not telling kids to stop moshing i don't (laughs) care because i'm just like a i've gotten to the point where i don't want to be at the front anyways because it sounds like shit and like i'm standing back by the sound booth because that's where it sounds good so eh I'm just trying to enjoy a good show. I don't need to go out there and like expel a bunch of energy. I got very little energy these days. I'm yeah, exactly, old. exactly. Like I'm lucky if I make it like standing up throughout the entire thing these days. Yeah, because you got to you got to get there, and you got to like get it. You got to find your spot, and then you can't move, except like maybe you go get go get a drink or something. Yeah, but you're standing the whole time. Yeah, it fucking hurts, man. I got back problems too, uh, from a variety oh, of man. things. That's what now happens. we sound real old. Dude, we're 28. It's not that bad. Um, I'm 28 going on 82. Here's the new Glitter song. Are you sure?
All right. What do you think of that? It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's the thing he does, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I thought it sounded really good. I think this is like a really refined version of the thing he does. I would agree. Tone sounds amazing. Yep. Short and sweet song to the point. Two minutes long. It wasn't even two minutes long. 20 seconds of that was the intro. Yeah. That's the thing that he's, like, really, really good at is just, like, short songs that, like, earworm themselves into you. You know what I mean? The thing that's earwormed into me of this song is, like, the, the, like, lead guitar part. Let me replay this. It's, like, right. Let me see. It's, like, right here. I don't remember what it was, but it's like, it's like the really high, high register guitar part. Anyway. Yeah. There's, um, it's one of the first songs on looking through the shades. I don't remember if it's the race or again, but, um, I sing that all the, t- all the time just while like doing chores <laughs> around my apartment. I'll just, yeah. I'll be like, I can fuck your dad in all his holes. <laughs> okay. This is part, right? I could walk across the lawn. <laughs> yeah, that's a that was exactly what you said. Yep, that's exactly that what I lyrics. said. That was a, some good lyrics you just said. I just that's what I come up with, man. Um, should we get into our sponsor for this episode? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Uh, so I just want to give a big shout out to the sponsor of this episode. You know, we got a lot of messages recently about, uh, you know, how we're going to, how we're going to monetize this radio show and how, uh, you know, we have so many listeners now. So thank you to everybody listening. First of all, greatly appreciate all your support always. Um, you know, I don't do this radio show on a regular schedule whatsoever. So for us to be getting the thousands of, of listens that we get, every day oh man it's just overwhelming so thank you so much for your it's a support. movement it's a movement the daily dust is a movement not the watches it's just just a movement somebody somebody go talk to those watch people what's it's called movement right the, yeah. wa- the watch mvmt company? god two podcast ads <sighs> have like destroyed my brain i hate it and they're Tell all the same I hear the same ones from like 10 different podcasts it's fucking annoying the thing that sucks about ads is like they give you a script and they're like, yo, read the script. And it's like, okay, well, everybody's reading the same script. Like they made fun of it on podcast about list uh, <laughs> where they're like, yeah, stamps.com. They, they like <laughs> verbatim were like, never go riffing. to the post office again. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, yo, I think at some point you got to let people just say some like put their own personal twist on it in some way see that's um (laughs) i don't really like bill burr's podcasts at all but there's good compilations of his ad reads which are fucking hilarious because he doesn't care and he gets kicked off all the time because he's like super rich anyways like he you know whatever it's like extra money for him um and so yeah that you should go look those up they're pretty good all right we got to go look people go look that up after this radio program finishes don't turn away right now because here we got a really important ad read for you coming up. 
So this episode of The Daily Dust is sponsored by none other than Magic Spoon Cereal. The favorite podcast cereal. Okay? I ate Listen, it this morning. Jimbo had it. He came over to my house. He's like, you got Magic Spoon up there? I said, you bet your ass I do. It's the best podcast cereal that I ever, that I ever got to add for on a podcast before. It's the best cereal. It goes great with cashew milk, unsweetened vanilla. It goes great. The unsweetened vanilla cashew milk from Silk, also another sponsor, goes great with all the flavors of Magic Spoon. So make sure you go to magicspoon.com, email them, go to, go to their email and say, get the Daily Dust on there. Put us on the website, Magic Spoon, I guess. It's real good. Uh, it'll make you want to pay $10 for a box of cereal. $10 for a box of cereal, you said? It's a little is, steep. Is it worth it, though? Honestly, it's worth it. If you're old like us and you're worried about getting fat, um, then it's pretty good. But if you're also old and not worried about getting fat, then just eat Cookie Crisp, dude. Nobody cares. <laughs> eat your Cinnamon Toast Crunch and get fat. You know, whatever you got to do to get through right now. Nobody's you heard judging. it. You heard it here first. No, no, we're not. We're going. We're going the opposite direction. You heard it here first. Jimbo Six Pack says, "Don't be fucking fat." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Non-body, whatever the opposite of body acceptance is. Uh, that's what this I'm is. Into. Yeah, we're going body hatred. No, nah, that's fucked up. Nah, I don't yeah. think either of us really hate anything. No, uh, especially not somebody who's fat. Like who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Um, should probably take better care of yourself. Take better care of yourself. But uh, put the cookie crisp down. Get the magic spoon the cereal. It's I will say the thing that sold the magic spoon to me. <laughs> it wasn't really the health thing. It's that it stays crunchy. Uh, Yo, most, it does, m- dude. Most other cereal goes soggy like real fucking fast, and that's why I don't eat it. Um, but this stuff stays real crispy the entire way through. So I gotta give Hell it props yeah. for that. Uh, it's good with oat, oat milk too. I use oat milk and. Uh, Oof. Solid. Good choice. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Be healthy. Drink oat milk or cashew milk or some other non-dairy milk alternatives. Eat Magic Spoon. Go to the website, magicspoon.com. Use the code Jimbo Sixpack and Cave Dust Radio Program. Uh, spell that out. All caps. We went uh, for, for the, the longest uh, promo code ever. Once again, that is Jimbo Sixpack and Cave Dust Radio Program as the code make sure you use it it should get you about 50 percent off so you'll be <laughs> See, paying <laughs> that's why it's so long because all the other ones only get you free shipping which is five bucks yep. it's a scam scam we're not running scams here all right let's get into the episode jimbo six pack uh there's okay so <clears throat> i asked you about a couple tweets before sure uh there was one tweet that i wanted to ask you about <laughs> this is a this is a while back um this is actually <laughs> this one I promise relates to about music and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you mentioned I, do, I I honestly don't have it pulled up in front of me. I just remember this in the back of my head. Um, you said uh, I'm listening to emo rap as like research or something. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, do you, Do you remember what you were listening to and why? I think I was listening to Lil Peep. Uh, this was a while back. I think I was listening to Lil Peep and like put it on Lil Peep Radio uh, because I saw the weirdest thing. <laughs> I saw the weirdest thing on a plane. 
I, like I flew in August to go bury my grandmother because she wanted me to be a pallbearer. Rest her uh, soul. Rest her soul, man. Um, Great woman. I felt weird about it, but I was like, you know, um, it was an outdoor funeral, and I quarantined whenever I got back home. So, anyways, I flew out to Texas, uh, and on the way back, I think uh, I saw a guy who looked exactly like Mark Zuckerberg uh, sitting in first class on this Delta. I used to do a weird job that had me flying a lot. So like I always get upgraded on Delta. Um, so that's why I was sitting in first class. So he was like, he was in front of me and on the other side of the aisle. So I could see what he was watching perfectly. And he was watching the little peep documentary and he looked enthralled. He was so interested. He had to have been 35, 40 years old. Uh, and, okay. and he had, his, he was one of those fuck faces that takes their shoes off on the plane. Um, oh, disgusting. Dude, it's, it's the worst. I look like I don't belong in first class, so, like, people always give me weird looks, but I'm like, dude, I'm not wearing, like, sweatpants and taking my shoes off like some of you white-collar motherfuckers over here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, but he, he was just so interested. He, like, put his hands in the air at one part when it was, like, well, people's wow. doing it right. He looked so sad whenever they, like, eventually got to the part where he died. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> he's dead. Um, so I was like... Uh, I, I pulled up that song. What's that? Is it just called Gym Class? Yeah, Gym Class is like a pretty popular song. Yeah, 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 Gym Class. You want to fucking be in Gym Class? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that song. Um, and yeah, I just like threw on the radio for that song. And I was listening to it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I fuck with this. This is okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I was just trying to make a weird tweet about it. I don't think that was a particularly great tweet, but... uh. I can't even find it now. I'm scrolling back November. I, mean, I scrolled back a year. Can't find it. I tweet a lot, dude. I, I might remember what it was. Sometimes I go through and I'm like, that was stupid. And I delete it. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was stupid. I just remember, I was remember thinking about it. I was like, huh, I wonder what Jimbo's listening to. Yeah. Cause I, I, I was like, I was like, uh, Playboy was Cardi definitely like came up, um, during yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, some little Tracy, um, probably some Blady. Um, Lady with the double E. Yeah. Probably some Joji. Like, some yeah. triple X Tentacion, you know, that oh. guy was a fucking asshole. Um, but, Just you know, say. rest his soul as well. He, he yeah. certainly didn't deserve to go out the way he did. We definitely, um, definitely, it's really sad to see a lot of these people so young yeah, pass man. away, you know, yeah, regardless of what they might have done or, yeah, or I mean, you know, whatever. It's, you know, it's a, a sad thing. Yeah. All around. Yeah. And there was like, I don't know if you saw the video of it. Uh, I was dumb enough to watch it. Um, that was probably one of the last like videos like that I watched before I decided that I don't have the stomach for it anymore. Oh, uh, the XXX one. Yeah, yeah, I was. I did see that. They like yeah. run up on the car. Yeah, and just, like, it's upsetting. It's very upsetting, actually. Yeah, it is. Because uh, it's like the dude's defenseless. Yeah, and what is he? What was he like? Twenty? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. He's yeah. real young. Extremely young. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of XXX music. Yeah, I mean it's fine. You know, I don't love it either. Um, I do like Lil Peep from time to time. I like I like the more you know, Wikiphase the stuff in sure. that genre that like. I came definitely up. pulled up some Wikiphase um, because I know you you uh, you fuck with them. Hard. I'm a stand. Yeah, man. I'm a stand for Wikiphase. The thing that's uh, cool, like to me, like I think I'm biased to towards this genre of music. Like I I don't particularly listen to. I'm not keeping up with like this new shit that's coming out. Like there's some real 
esoteric shit coming out in that genre. Yeah, it's I kind mean, of evolved. I'm not gonna go to like, SoundCloud. Sorry, if you're not on <laughs> Spotify, even though I'm a new Spotify user, like now it's just become. If you're not on Spotify, I don't know you exist. Pretty much it's the go-to. I think a lot of people are like that, where like they like. I think it's overwhelmingly people are like that. They're you know, if you're making a certain genre of music, which is like the weird shit that I mentioned before, this like emo rap evolved like uh you know 17 year old kids cracked ableton and they're making beats you yep. know with no knowledge of anything whatsoever yeah man. um i mean and they have like that's kind of <laughs> i don't know whenever i was young and i had cracked uh reason uh that's like when i got it real into like odd future because that's when they were putting out like mixtapes and stuff like that and like yeah, all those guys right. were coming up making that shit uh so i don't know it's it's that same sort of thing it's just a lot honestly it's more chilled out um and it will probably age better than that early odd future stuff (laughs) did like those guys went on to make some really really good music but some of that early stuff is real bad man yeah Uh, it's it's cringy it's kind of cringe i listened to bastard recently sure it's kind of cringe half cringe half of it still goes kind of hard like you know, clearly they were doing some cool shit back then, but like we're also seventeen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean it's kinda That's hard the to thing. you know, truly fault them for it. There's some stuff on Goblin that goes um same with like that first Earl Sweatshirt mixtape that's just called Earl and it has oh, the, like yeah. a weird woman on it who's like making the dumb face. Um I had a dream about that record the other day. That honestly, like I'll still defend that record even though like it's hard to find. Um Obviously, his, his later work is a lot better, but, I mean, that dude had it figured out at, like, 15, 16, so. Yeah. Uh, you know. Sick shit. I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, I had a dream about the album cover of that record, specifically. Mm. For for whatever reason, that was in my dream of the Earl Sweatshirt uh, with that weird lady. It's like, it's like a weird, it's like a, I don't even know how you describe that. It's probably just some some photo he found in like a Goodwill or something like that. Like who knows? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna play something from like the new, like underground shit, and I want to know your thoughts on it. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, we'll play. What song do I like from this guy? The artist is called Oaf One, O A F, Hmm. and the number one, and um. This guy is, I found out about him from <laughs> from uh, this dude Falcos, Falcos Mombardi on, on Twitter. Um, but here's the song.
that's the whole song. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. But I, I like that they sampled the the Daft Punk thing. Yeah. Um, I I got a weird soft spot for Daft Punk. Um, Hell yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It's I cool. Ha- I, I would probably listen to more of it. What was it called again? Oaf one. Oaf one. All right. I I personally quite like that song. I quite like a lot of his songs actually. Um, but it's like, this is like what the kids are listening to. I don't know. I it's like completely different than what you know was popular ten years ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> very different. So it's 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 interesting. It's like super weird and like inspiring to me because I think that like. Take the starting point of 10 years ago, like 2011, 2010, okay. of like when that early Odd Future stuff came out and how it evolved. Sure. And like, it makes me really excited to see how these these kids might evolve yeah, and definitely. do stuff, you know, given it's already at such like a weird spot. So, yeah, when we psyched. get to, um, I always want to say it's to Pimp a Butterfly, but that's fucking Kendrick Lamar. Uh, like the the Flower Boy and the Igor, yeah. of of like, you know, whatever's going on right now. Whenever we get to like, not the logical conclusion, but like, I feel like these past two Tyler albums have been like some of the, some of the best hip hop that's been made in the past ten years. And I think like it's it's just a person like at the top of his his art form. Uh, Hell yeah, yeah. I I think it's sick. So like, I'm always excited to see. You know where stuff is going. I don't ever want to be the old guy that's like, I don't understand what the fucking kids are listening to. Yep. Um, because that's lame, dude. Like, music's always Shit's changing. Whack. Um, there's always like cool new shit coming out. Um, you just gotta, you know, keep your mind open to it. There's bullshit yeah. coming out ten years ago. All that dubstep shit. That shit sucks, and it still yeah. sucks. And it sucked back then, and it was fucking lame, dude. Um, and nobody even thinks about dubstep now like when is the last time you thought about uh skrillex dude i'm gonna tell you some shit mm-hmm. all right <laughs> benny benassi I, cinema remix benny benassi okay first of all I, f- I agree i hate that shit um i really really hate like the abrasive um edm tr- like dubstep trap shit so like it all goes back that to shit. this song called "Welcome to the Future," uh, and that song sucks. By Skrillex? No. By um, Bang Rang by Skrillex? No, hold on. Welcome to the. Same here. We'll play it up. No, no. But it's while so you're bad. looking for it, I'm gonna tell a story scream, because scream I scream with a K instead of a C. Welcome to the future. Oh uh, God. Number two instead of T O. Uh, that song sucks. And that's like the fl- that's like the first time I ever heard something th- that sounded like that because that was like pre, I-, I think from first to last was probably still around at that time, um, which my band also well. sucked. Um, <laughs> and yeah. this, you know that was like bad. It was like there was bad emo, and then it went to like bad dubstep EDM, uh, and then I don't really know what's like bad now. I guess right, like Ariana Grande. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. Is she bad? Me. I feel like she's fine. I, I did, you know, she's a pop star. They, you know, yeah. it's the same sort of thing that people have been doing since the '80s, since um, Tiffany. You know. Yeah, that's profoundly boring to me. Yep. But there's like some. There's I feel some like in legitimately um, catchy stuff that comes out of that. You know. Um, yeah. Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. Uh, I don't it? like that song. I, I like that song. It's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. Uh, 
but you know i can fuck with that song um respect so, i don't know anyways respect whatever. for owning it right because that's where i was going to go with this like i, th- I was going to say that there's a subset of like underground music culture who like really rides and dies for pop music for some reason like sp- very specific pop artists sure you see this in like hardcore and people who love taylor swift Ugh. i don't i don't fucking get that shit but it's like taylor swift is making such like non-objectionable indie music now that it's yeah. like i mean taylor uh, swift like for whatever. all her like like you know faults and whatever <laughs> yeah Taylor Swift. I have a funny story about Taylor Swift. Anyways. Um, tell us. Do you want to tell us it or no? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell it to you in a second. It's, like, kind of cringy. Uh, but anyways, like okay, for, okay. for all her, like, faults or, like, criticisms that you can give, like, at least she writes her own music. Um, yeah, that's fair. You know? Um, no, I'm not trying to take anything away from them as an artist. No, I'm just, like, not. it's, it's not for me. I'm never going to listen to it. I couldn't tell you. A, I couldn't name you a Taylor Swift song that came out. In like the last six years, probably in earlier, I heard them just being like, Look "What you made me do," whatever that song was. I don't remember the name of it, but that was like the hook to it. People hated that, and I was like, you know, it's kind of stupid. But I, I don't hate that song. Um, besides that, I remember the song that was like, "It's late and your mama don't know," but that was like back in country days. So, yeah, yeah, that's all. I, I feel got. like there's yeah, there's definitely some stuff that penetrated my field of of uh, music. Uh, awareness but like sure recently not at all um but people ride and die for it i, I guess you know whatever Every, people can like whatever the fuck they want to listen yeah, to sure. i don't give a shit anymore. listen to whatever fuck you want dude yeah uh I, i'm staring at a flag of a fucking alien with an unintelligible metal band logo on it right now that i'm <laughs> sure a lot of people would find that band terrible uh yeah. but i find them the most interesting thing that's come out of metal in the last 10 years uh, besides Power Trip. so you know. That band is? Blood Incantation. Blood Incantation. Fantastic. Band. Instead of being death metal about dying in hell, it's death metal about dying on Mars. Um, that shit rules. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. Um, I hope Elon Musk can take us to Mars soon. If, yeah, if you, if you like uh, death metal that maybe has some slight psychedelia or gaze elements and maybe just a little touch of like blackened elements you'll be way into it this is blackened mars musk gaze sure (laughs) uh what what were you talking about i feel like we went on like 12 Uh, tangents there uh, that that started from the emo rap tweet (laughs) sure that's my podcast note uh which is uh i don't even know what i was i would just want to ask you what you were listening to basically um all right, so the next note I have here is, okay, <laughs> this is, uh, we talked about it earlier in the episode, we, you know, you mentioned it's been a weird time. Yep. Um, there's been this guy uh, on TV and shit recently, TV and Twitter and whatever, mm-hmm. he's the guy with the horns and the fur, <laughs> yeah. you know this guy, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. All right. This is the, the you... picture of him standing at the, the desk and he's like got his arms in the air and shit like that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But he's, yeah, okay, so, okay, so you know that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember from, like, four years ago, um, there's, like, a a person that made their rounds for, like, screeching? They, like, would, they were, like, crouched down on the ground screaming, and there's, like, the meme that ma- came from this. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's, like, the no. liberal the liberal screeching. Let me see if I can find this person. Um, 
This sounds like analogous to like the I'm Pickle Rick guy in McDonald's. It's like woman lets out agonizing scream. <laughs> this is it, dude. This is it. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> Yo, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna play this because I don't know what the actual audio is. But like, yo, you know, you've, you've oh, seen yeah. this, right? Oh, okay, yes, I've seen this. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so to describe it for the listeners of this program, uh, there's a person wearing a bright green jacket, and they're st- they're like kneeling on the ground, screaming. They've got a beanie on, it. and they've definitely got that 2010 swoop over the yeah. forehead haircut and like some kind of rectangular <laughs> glasses. Uh, so, yeah. And it was like when in the video they're announcing Donald Trump becoming president in 2017. This is like during the inauguration. Sure. Um, yeah, this is January 21, 2017. Um, and it's just this person just like screaming in agony for like 30 seconds. Okay. Here's where I'm going with this. Um, Toby Keith. <laughs> Here's where I'm going with this. All right, so let's just get clear something up, put it out there in the air. Uh, Jimbo Sixpack and I are very liberal individuals. Yep. Uh, you know, um, we're about as left as they come. Uh, uh, you might say we're cucks. Some might, we might call be us cucks. That. Yeah. Whatever. We called ourselves simp's last episode. So <laughs> this episode, we're cucks. Okay. Sure. Um, so there's no political, there's no, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to make this political. I'm strictly talking aesthetics. And honestly, go ahead. I'm to the point after Wednesday, like, I mean, I was at this point a long time ago, but especially now, um, like if you like even fucking support this dude, I don't want anything to do with you. Um, real shit. Yeah. I would, uh, I would echo that sentiments. Uh, I think he's a fucking dipshit and I just hope Sleepy Joe is is uh is a does something. I have no faith in him. Um, Got but, zero faith. But uh, I have even less faith in 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 the big guy right now. So I got negative faith in the big guy right now. Yeah. All right. So that's out of the air, right? Would you rather be aesthetically aesthetically speaking, right? If you had to pick to be one of these people, oh, who if would I had you to be? pick to be uh, the liberal screaming person or the guy with the horns, who's the the he calls himself a healer. Yeah, who would you pick? Uh, I'd probably still be the the cuck. Um, I don't the think screaming lady. Yeah, I I can't. I just I can't even joke about like like painting my face red, white, and blue and putting on the thing and calling myself a shamanistic healer. As a, he's a white guy. No, no, no. People dug up like old tweets where he's like, I'll charge 35 bucks for my shame and healing sessions and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. He's hell after that bag. He's super arrested right now. So he needs it probably. Uh, he, hopefully he's uh, put that uh, shame and healing money in the oh, bank. Man, he's spending on fucking dick pills. You know, where those people <laughs> spend it on. Um, Certainly the dick pills. Yeah. That's what yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. I would rather still be upset about donald trump uh then be into it like even if i had to be cringy and annoying and become this meme um you know whatever at least it's morally sound in some way i don't know i think the um i'm i I agree uh there's a part in this video where the where the woman is is like speaking to the camera Mm -hmm. uh she's very upset obviously 
but like she she's forming coherent sentences. Sure. I watched the video. I mean, it's about, real cringe. Like I'm just they're not, both super fucking cringe, right? I'm not the type of person to go out and like. Hey, dude, I don't even remember the last time I cried, to be honest with you. Um, dude, I, I cried yesterday. Bullshit. Real shit. I'll tell you about that in a sec. All right. Yeah, man. I hope you're doing okay. Um, <laughs> I watched I watched an anime. That's what made me cry. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> good. I'm glad it was an anime, not something else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm of, like, Swedish and German descent. I'm very, like, I bottle my shit up. Um, and, yeah, bottle like, Sometimes up. I have to, like, scream. Like, that's how I let things out is, like. Sure. Screaming, not in a crying way, like in a like aggressive way, I guess. Um, and I've gotten better about dealing with that in other ways. Uh, but I'm just not Hell much yeah. a, a crier. So I don't know. And I'm not the type of person, like if a news camera gets pointed at my face, like I don't want any You're part of that. You're not talking. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. So two things. First thing is this this woman is like speaking after she's crying. Like, okay, she's she's using words that make sense together in a sentence right that's more than what can be said about the fur and horns guy sure uh realistically speaking saw a tweet of him where he's just like (laughs) he's just like going off and like not making a lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) i i wish i could find it but like uh i don't even know what i would find his name's like let me see if i can find All right, so what's really important to understand about the Q movement, it is not just local to the United States, it is all over the globe because what it deals with is corruption at the highest levels of government, power, whether they be, you know, the executive Okay, dude, so it's about 13 seconds in, and this is where I'm walking away from this. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's all, like, if I'm there in front of him in person and he's saying that to me, I'm like, you know fucking nothing, please don't talk to me, goodbye. And, like, that's it. Okay. So and I don't I don't consider my, I consider myself a person of average intelligence. Uh I don't think yeah, I know everything. Uh but that guy knows fucking nothing. Oh, I, I agree. That's like the the Dunning-Kruger um you know, this guy who's read a bunch of shit and feels so confident that he can go talk about it. I'm not even reality, confident he's like, read a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to say he's watched a bunch of shit. That's real. He's very likely just watched whatever youtube conspiracy theories so yeah i was watching this anime it's called haikyuu it's about it's about volleyball sure shit's emotional bro it wasn't like a full-on cry it was just like man I'm so i'm so psyched for the boys the team hmm. anyway hmm. uh maybe i'll have to check that out i'm still like i only watch normie anime like i've seen your Cowboy Bebops and your Ghosts in the Shells and your Akira's and your Studio Ghibli movies and like that's about it. Well, luckily this is not the anime podcast. This is the music podcast. True. Um. All right. So a couple of I have like a bunch of notes. We could talk about any or all of these things. Okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> this is not even note. I just want to say it. But the other day, it was like, I saw this some shit about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. And I, <laughs> I have a note here that says, laugh my ass off. Why does anyone care about this? Because people, dude, you can say that about, <laughs> honestly, like all the Kardashian stuff. I, like, I still will never, I will never understand it. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. That one's a quick one, though. I think we're, we don't even have to talk about that one too much more. I mean, I next like, Kanye album is going to be dope. 
Like, yeah, it's probably going to be good. His mom died, and then 808s and Heartbreak came out. Like, it's undeniable, man. It's real. You know? Um, so, God is King, or whatever it's called, too, is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's, I, it's going to be something. I didn't even listen to that. I'm not listening to this. I'm, I refuse to listen to the Jesus music, dude. The last, he put out that, that uh, the Yay album. Uh, Yay was I, pretty good. I loved that after I yeah. thought he had some missteps with Jesus and with Life of Pablo. Uh, that's where we differ, I think. I loved Jesus. I hate that album. It sucked. They got Daft Punk production on there. D- that doesn't mean anything, dude. <laughs> the it's production cool. was good. Yeah. Uh, I, d- I didn't hate the beats, but that had Bound 2 on it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that album. <laughs> stupid. Um, I thought I like the song. I like the, the descent into madness. Sure. Because, like, that to me is, like, like, unfiltered, like, raw shit where he's like, I am a god. Hurry up with my damn croissants. It's goofy <laughs> as shit. But he still has, the, like, the gall to come onto a fucking song and say i'm a god yeah and yeah. uh that's just like not uh you know uh, pe- people don't just normally say that kind of shit like no, no matter no matter how uh no matter how like interesting or or try different they're trying to be or or you know however popular they are nobody's 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 saying shit like that crazy yeah I mean, yeah, you're right. And, and, like, Life of Pablo was the one that got, like, put up on title and then taken down and then, like, God I'm fix wolves. wolves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love the story of that. I just wish it was a better album, like, either time. Yeah. Uh, you know? I but, don't really like that one either. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, but, dude, I'll take a Jesus over that Jesus is King album. Yep. Sucked. God is King, too. It's coming to <laughs> coming to radio stations near you. Well, he's got that, and apparently he's got another album in the pipeline um, that's named after his mom. I forgot his mom's name, but oh, I wow. it's like her first name. It's like someone um, with a D, Do- Dor- Doria or something like that. Yeah, he has like, like a clothing company named after. Her. Yeah. Um, so that I feel like that one would be pretty heavy, um, and probably will have new material for that based on the forthcoming legal proceedings. Yeah. So we like Kanye. We don't like Kim. It's not that I dislike Kim. I don't. I, Kim seems like she does that shit um, where she's like a lawyer now and like tries to help oh, yeah. like, free people That's who were you know wrongfully cool, imprisoned. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't hate them. I just don't get why people are so obsessed with them. Um, but they seem to do try to do some good with the money they have. Um, so yeah, what, whatever you know. I think I think what. Um, what mostly got to me was like the speculation, like, yo, this dude and his wife are getting divorced or whatever, right? Who cares, yeah, right? No, none of our business. Man. Fucking a million people, you know, I, I know this actually, it's like five million people in the United States get married every year. Half of them end a divorce, right? Sure. Yeah. It's nothing new, you yeah. know? Whatever, <laughs> I'm man. sure. My parents I'm sure are these, divorced. My mom's been divorced twice. So I'm like, sure these people have like, and like that's normal people, right? Like five million normal people get divorced. You know, you 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 your your family's gone through it. My family's gone through it. Um, imagine how crazy it must be for like a celebrity, right? It's like they got enough going on. Who cares? Leave them Dude, alone. Dude, but not Leave. even a celebrity. Like I mean, th- th- Leave Britney alone. 2021 edition. Leave yes. Kanye and Kim alone. 
Well, yeah. Br- Britney's a whole interesting story because she doesn't even like have legal control sucks. over her money and shit. That shit yeah. sucks. But anyway. Sucks um, for Britney. Yeah, I mean, like, they're like larger. Both of them are larger than life, uh, both Kim and Kanye. And, uh, yeah. I mean, she definitely has more money than he does, probably. Um, <laughs> Realistically. So, yeah, that's going to be like an interesting thing um, that is going to be grossly played out in on you know tmz we got to not watch that yep anyways let's move past anyways, this dumbass subject. next thing uh okay so what are your thoughts about live shows that you uh have to stream in the, in the age of the pandemic uh so like we streamed the the bert and tom thing um that was like yeah. the week, weakest one they've done so far but i wanted to see the injury footage because oh, that was rough yeah that was real bad that was i felt kind of bad after that Apparently it was it got go ahead, way, yeah. apparently it ended up getting way better because they brought a guy who brought in like a tarantula and like uh, a boa constrictor or some other kind of snake <laughs> um, and like just let him loose in the studio and they got all fucked up and had fun. And like that's what I wanted to happen. But they were like obviously filling time. Um, mm. Bert got drunk way too quickly. Uh, mm. They were having technical issues and like trying to fill time because of that. Uh, Tom was like obviously pissed off in that part. So like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there, there was some interesting emotions you can read. Uh, I think the funniest part about that show was Bert talking about, like, just dicks. He was, like, rating dicks or whatever. <laughs> Vibrating his dick. <laughs> that was so funny. But uh, my question is actually more geared around. So sure. let me let me take a step back. I think that the that show is perfectly suited for a live stream that you pay for because it's like uh you know it's like a once in a once in a they do a different thing every time right yeah it's it's a live radio show and they're doing it outside of the purview of youtube and twitch so they can do literally whatever whatever they want and and like that's why i like it yeah like like you know some wild shit can go down so that's appealing for those reasons but what about live music shows like um uh, a couple of that come. Uh, th- there's uh, there's a thing that brought this up to me, and it was it was the August Burns Red did a Christmas mm. show. I, I didn't. My friend Vinny was like texting me about it. He's like, "Yo, I just got these this August Burns Red Christmas show. I'm so psyched on it. You should you should watch it." And I was like, "Yo, you know what? I'm not gonna watch that." Uh, but <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> uh, I like August Burns Red. Fine. Yeah, sure, whatever. But I'm not gonna pay $30 to watch a stream of their, or, or whatever. That's Hold a bit on. steep. I, okay. This is a, this is, I don't know if I, I would pay $30 to see August Burns red with like people. Um, but you know, I'm not the biggest August Burns red fan in the world. So like that has something to do with it. Okay. Um, I might be, but I think 30 is a bit, dude, I don't know if I paid 30 to watch a band that I do really like on a live stream, unless I knew that the production was somehow going to be interesting or really good or something like that. But like at the same time, you got to support, you got to keep these people going. um, Cause that's the only way you're going to get to see them in person again. So like, you know, it's goes both ways, I guess, you know? Yeah. hundred percent agree there. Uh, And that comes to my, my point here, which is okay. So I, I, yo, all right. It might not have been $30. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, they don't have ticket prices on the website that I'm looking at, and they took down the like, uh, like in their shop, you could have purchased a ticket, a virtual ticket to the event, 
and they took this is what i don't so, get why don't they like still have it up so you can buy a ticket for you know maybe half the price or whatever like that and watch it um now that jimbo six pack you and i are thinking on the same wavelength because that is the whole reason i brought up this point because i think it's so silly that they do this like timed thing yeah when they could just be printing money yeah i mean why not why not make some money on the back end like obviously there are other costs to to associate with that you gotta you know bandwidth costs on that stuff um you know on video is pretty big and like you want to deliver it in a reasonable quality um and you want the audio to sound good and you know not be compressed to shit so um definitely want all that stuff however i think sorry i'm watching this fucking video of their announcement trying to see the price um i think you can leverage some third-party thing like vimeo like like um what were we watching that and was, send like, like an un, like make it unlisted on vimeo or something like that and do something right yeah. like do, you, you can you can work i actually think vimeo has like a premium thing where like sure. you can sell their shit i'm pretty sure youtube has as well you can sell their sh- your shit through them yeah you can leverage that kind of thing to make this on demand charge money for it for the for however long right yeah. instead you have this like weird thing where it's like uh uh like 48 hours it's only available for 48 hours after it streams if you don't see it if you buy a ticket and you miss it well sucks yeah right? you recorded it you put it <laughs> to tape like it's not like it's live it's like yeah you literally recorded it a file exists for you to share this somewhere it's just so silly to me yeah yeah it's real dumb like, every live stream show i've seen has done this yeah it's not been like no one's doing anything interesting with this it just um like yeah this just doesn't make sense to me and i feel like that's even like doing yourself a disservice because like why wouldn't you want to archive the shit that you're doing like during this time um that's why like i really respect it when bands are like big on archiving this stuff like you're a big fish head um, yeah and I, i've cool. recently gotten more into them because of that and bag it tag um, it sell it to the butcher in the store kid <laughs> <laughs> i could still do without that part um that that one version he sent it to me they they kind of like it has a looser feel to that part uh and that's I like the 90s yeah i like 90s that 90s fish kid that one a lot more um but anyways like anyways F- fugazi was big on um archiving their stuff uh like yeah. ian, ian would grab like uh the audio from the board at every show he possibly could um and like all that shit's just out there for your perusal and i think he charges some nominal fee uh for you to get access to all of it um and like that video that we watched that was footage that just some random person like a couple of random people at that show got and then mm-hmm. he showed up and was like here's the board audio for that show so sync it up to the thing and, so sick yeah and like he's not making money off of that um no it's just there to to preserve you know and i think that's fucking cool i also think that's fucking cool uh open your network tab and uh look around that's all i'll say for how to watch your save your save your videos that you pay for yeah uh so next up in our podcast is we we are going about an hour here so i figure what a better time to start our year-end lists sure uh i've got a couple we could go back and forth and just talk about I think uh, I think we have some overlap on our our records, and we'll we'll play some some tracks. Uh, I think the one thing that has been played to death 
on this radio program that is on both of our lists is the uh, the Narrowhead record, right? Yeah. So we'll just start there. For sure. Fantastic record. It's it's probably my favorite record released this year of of definitely of like new material and stuff like that. I think it was was mine as well. Yeah. Um, what you know, Houston, Texas represent. Um, Texas. Thanks for holding it down for the boys. Or holding it down for the state of Texas. Um, you know, I I wish I had seen them. Like, I didn't even, I don't even think I really knew about them a whole lot whenever I lived in Texas. I think I'd maybe mm-hmm. heard of them. Um, but I got real into them uh, in the lead up to this record. And this is definitely the best thing they've done to date. Um, Hell yeah. They're sick. Um, they, they hit that right, that perfect sweet spot. Between Smashing Pumpkins and Lefty by Title Fight, it's like Oof. right smack dab in the middle of those. Chef's um, kiss. They incorporate really awesome vocal harmonies on this record, um, and it's just flat. It, it, it's flat out catchy. Um, and then some songs like Hard to Swallow um, just make you want to fucking put a hole in a wall. And, Hell yeah! Uh, it's it's a sick record. Every track is a banger. You took the words out of my mouth, Jimbo Six Pack. Great, to the point. Um. So definitely check out 12 House Rock by Narrowhead It's also my favorite record that came out this year Jimbo Six Pack's favorite record that came out this year What's uh? What else you got on your list Jimbo Six Pack? Sure um, I guess I'll, t- I'll just bring this up and, and start with it um, This I technically didn't listen until like January 1st or 2nd of 2021 um, <laughs> Because I, I like couldn't bring myself to listen to it And I also uh. typically not I love watching live shows, but I'm not into like listening to live albums a whole lot. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this Power Trip live album that came out. If you don't know, their singer died tragically. Um, I'm from the scene that they were from around the time that they were getting started. I used to see them at 1919 in Fort Worth, uh, and at at the warehouse in Mansfield, um, probably a bunch of other places. I don't know. I've seen them a billion times. Um, I love that band. Uh, I would try to catch up and see them, you know, on tour when they, because they would always come through Texas with somebody. Um, and whenever they blew up in 2017, it was really cool. Um, they kind of legitimized that scene in a way that I think Pantera was doing the city of Dallas a disservice um, for a long time. Because while Pantera may have made some cool music back in the day, they were fuck faces. Um <laughs> It sucks that that Dimebag Daryl got shot, um, but those guys flew the Confederate flag and uh, they were assholes. So, you know, um, Power Trip was definitely very antithetical to that. um, And I think they put out some of the most important crossover thrash ever. Um, Agree. So that live album is sick. It's done really well. Everything sounds really good. The mix is sick. It's just a great set overall. if you are at all into that type of music, I would highly recommend it. And rest in peace, Riley Gale. That was uh, very well spoken. Um, I echo a lot of what you said. Uh, this was not on my list, but only because I, when we spoke in person about this, I was like, yo, I'm, motherfuckers be putting live records on their <laughs> year in list. Until we li- and I was like, you know, fully like, Nah, I'm not putting that shit on my list. And then we listened to it, and we listened to <laughs> we listened to the one song on repeat for like 30 minutes by accident. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when it came back around, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the same song, but 
Yeah, we listened to the Not opening track it. at least four or five times. Um, but yo, I I agree with you. This is this was a fantastic record, a fantastic live recording. The mix is great. Everything about it is is like f- flawless. Couldn't couldn't have, um, you know, couldn't have been done better. Uh, so rest in peace, Riley. Check out the Power Trip live record from. Uh, Five in Seattle, Seattle, 5 2018. Um, yeah, it's 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 really really good. It ranges from hardcore to thrash and everywhere in between. Um, it's good shit. So speaking of hardcore and fast music, one of the records that made my year end list is from a band called Soul Glow. Have you heard of Soul Glow before? <sighs> It's ringing a bell, um, but no, I'm not like intimately they, familiar at all. I was not until a few months ago. Uh, Soul Glow, Philadelphia, hardcore, uh, super fast band, super um, intense band. Um, they put out a record on Jeremy Bohm's, uh record label, which is a like division of Death Wish. Okay. Why do I know the name Jeremy Bone? He's a guy from uh, Touche More. Oh, okay. Yep. So he's uh, also has this uh, record label. Uh, it is called uh, Secret Voice. Yeah, for for you know he's he's put out a bunch of stuff, but like this stood out to me as a. I'm a big fan of the Bad Brains. Okay. Yeah. So this is in that sort of lane, but like they're way more aggressive than Bad Brains. Right. So I mean, Bad Brains could be pretty aggressive. So I mean, that's a tall order. It's sick. It's it's a it's a very tall order, and that's why this band I think it impressed me so much uh, when I when I first heard them. So we're gonna listen to "Quietly Do the Right Thing" by Soul Glow. <laughs>
That was Quietly Do the Right Thing by Soul Glow. Off the record, Songs to Yeet at the Sun. Dude, uh, I was looking them up. That is A, a sick record name, and B, they definitely yeah. lived up to your description. Um, I'm about to go jam that pretty hard. The record is, is very good. Uh, it's short. Uh, I don't even, I think this is just like an EP, but I, I really, really like a lot of. Uh, a lot of this uh this record i like all of the songs on this on this ep but um yeah fast angry catchy like weird doing weird stuff with instrumentally overall couldn't recommend this enough sick yeah yeah man that's fucking amazing um what do you got on it, your list i see the uh the bat brains influence um oh yeah yeah definitely <clears throat> excuse me next thing on my list uh <laughs> Let's stay since we're in the heavy ballpark. Uh, and sure. Let's stay with you know in there. So the next thing on my list is old data in a new machine. I think it might be volume two. Uh, by this band called Vane and mm -hmm. or volume one. Old data in a new machine volume one. And I think this is actually just like a collection of like maybe old shit shit that was on the cutting room floor or something like that. Um, but I yeah. saw a video on Twitter of the opening track, which is called Twenty Seconds, Twenty Hours. And it almost mm. has like an emo rap thing kind of going on. Um, yeah. And they are, that is not what they are at all. And, but I, I had never heard of them and I really like dug that. I thought it was super sick. And then it goes into the second track uh, called Ripple Plus. Um, and it just turns into math metal, uh, which I have a huge like soft spot like, place in my heart for like late 90s to early 2000s like math metal is my shit um you know <laughs> botch is probably one of my favorite bands ever but like dylan yep. escape plan i love um those, those first two norma jean records i really like a lot oh dude hell a yeah lot, the, a lot. those norma jean records are sick i saw <laughs> i'm gonna like nerd out here for a second um <sighs> the singer left after the first album and went and formed this band called the chariot which i was into back in the day yep. not not so much now um but it the chariot and norma jean went on tour like you know years after that and uh they just played all of the first album with their original singer on it uh <laughs> dude that show was insane um i don't know if i've that that's like one of the hardest shows i've ever seen in my life um so yeah Anyways, um, I was super surprised to find this band. Um, I've gone and, you know, gone through the back catalog since then. Um, I think they're pretty sick. So if you want to play, just just play 20 seconds, 20 hours. We don't have to play the okay. heavy shit. Let's play the, uh, let's play the, the easy listening. Cause I, think I will rules. say, I also agree. I think that uh, Vane is one of the more interesting, refreshing bands in, the, in hardcore. Sure. Uh, I loved uh, Arizona. Great record. Um, I listened to this. Yo, I when I saw this on your list, I was fucking amped up because I was like, oh hell yeah, this this Vane record was sick. And I was like, wait, did that come out this year? Yeah. And it was like one of those things where I was like, it came out this year. And it was I, like I it was January or February. It was real early. Yeah. It was it was like one of those ones where it's like, yo, this. This is slept on. This is slept on. Yeah. So, 
I don't Here's know how vein. this was not on my record beforehand or on my radar beforehand. Um, I don't know how I, I think had never heard of this band, but uh, yo, you know how yo, so you sent me, you know who, uh, yo, what's that one band you sent me once? Fuck, can't I don't think know. of it now. They're like they sound like uh like a '90s band. Dude, that's so many bands. That's like I know the bands that's I the worst to. fucking description of all time, dude. But it's like uh fuck, it has like the white and blue album cover. It's like a bathtub. Oh, shit. Uh, white and blue album cover the bathtub Something with... dude this is gonna drive me nuts anyway it's like it's like a 90s band it sounds like a 90s band but it's it's not but i i'm gonna look for them while this vein song is playing anyway it's members of vein huh and that's why like i want to draw your attention to it because it is very different than vein uh which we'll hear here in a second 20 seconds 20 hours by vein Amazing. The the vein uh the rest okay. of vein also sounds nothing like that. Nothing <laughs> like this whatsoever. Uh but that was the song that got me into them and then they ended up being something else that I also love. Uh so Right on. Yeah. Check out Old Data and a New Machine by Vein. Whole thing's great. The, uh, incredible. Um the Ba- the Vane side project that I was thinking about is the band Fleshwater. They put out a yeah. demo this year. I didn't realize Linda that Claire. they were like 
had DNA together. Uh, that's cool. DNA, dude. Yeah. Uh, I forget, you know, which members overlap here, but they definitely uh, have DNA. Um, shit rules. Check out Fleshwater. I'm not going to play it. I definitely played it before on this podcast because Jimbo Sixpack played it for me. Yep. So next thing on my list that I think is uh, good to talk about here is uh, I want to hit like a couple different hardcore bands here. Uh, one of the biggest like hardcore bands coming out of like California right now. There's uh, basically it, I would say two. I think I know at least one of them. But go ahead, Gulch. <laughs> that uh, that wasn't gonna. That's not the one I was thinking of. But yes, Gulch. What were you is, thinking of? It's pretty sick. I was thinking of Drain. That's the second one I was gonna okay, say. Yeah. So Gulch and Drain. Drain. Uh, I like Drain, but not as much as I like Gulch. Both mm. of them put out records this year. The Gulch one I thought was very, very good. Yep. Um, that's just my uh, opinion. I think you I prefer think. Drain, but Drain is evoking like old, like Black Flag purism, like pre uh, Rollins Black Flag. Um, they definitely have like a whole Raymond Pettibone thing going on in their art. Um, yeah. They're recreating this like old Santa Cruz ad because they're from Santa Cruz, but they're recreating this old like Santa Cruz skateboards ad on this record, uh, like the, the album art for it. So I think it's just like hitting a lot of parts of my brain that I really like. Um, that and, and the music's good too. Is a very accurate way to describe it as like a the, the purest sort of aspect of it. Um, Drain, I like it for the exact reasons, but for you know, the opposite end of the spectrum. It's like their art is very, very like just kind of gruesome, kind of, uh, you know, has this like figure pouring blood into a vase, which overflows into a thing. It, it looks crazy. Bunch of skulls. You're talking about um, Gulch, right? Gulch. Yeah. So yeah. the record is uh, impen- uh, Impenetrable Cerebral Fortress. Um, great record. Really enjoyed this. Um, the other band I wanted to talk about was Millspec. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you listen to them? Yeah. You showed me them and they, they seem to be like kind of the darlings of hardcore right now. I don't know. If yeah. On that. I think a lot of people were really excited on this record. I was super psyched on their, um, their EP. I've Isn't definitely played them on this podcast. Silk Defense Family or some, some Millspec other band? might. I think Millspec I don't know. has some members from another band, but I don't remember who. Millspec band let me see who's if i could find who's in this band uh they are from toronto hmm okay then i uh i i don't recall uh who's in the band (laughs) uh but i know just people are super like you said they're like kind of the darlings of hardcore right now a lot of people are psyched on them uh locking out records put out their their record this year uh, which is like an interesting, I think it fits, but like I haven't heard about a locking out band in probably eight years. Name some. <laughs> so, I'm so bad at knowing who's on what list. Locking so. out is like uh, locking out the, yo. So the band that I think of of locking out records is like, do you ever listen to the band uh, <laughs> fucking Razzle Dazzle? That sounds familiar. They were just like a very goofy hardcore band yeah um, okay yeah i was looking up razzle dazzle yes definitely they also put out uh oh man i'm looking at this they they put out a lot of shit uh like cold world early cold world 
records, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Uh, they put out this band called Big Contest, which is like members of Title Fight doing hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't um, they have like ten projects that are that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, that is that's one that's more recent. Sure. Um, what else did they put out? Yeah, did that Cold World, uh, Justice, Mental, Iron Age, Razzle Dazzle. Yep. Uh, anyway. Iron Age is sick. The Free Spirit, they did. uh, That was like, yo, that was like the last time I was like psyched on locking out. And that was in 2010. They put out the Free Spirit, Free Yourself EP. Um, they put out some fiddlehead stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Fiddlehead is like you know who they are right. Yes. The uh, for the listeners who don't know, Fiddlehead is uh, the singer of uh, Half Heart. I did not anyway. know that that would yeah again shared DNA. I did not know shared DNA. Everybody in hardcore, every, yo, the hardcore. Everybody thinks like hardcore. Hardcore is like five people. <laughs> it is like kind of incestuous. But it still got, goes kind of hard. Anyway, check out that Millspec record that came out this year. I definitely played it on this radio program. Uh, yo, I actually played this Gulch record on this radio program as well. So oh, yeah. I'm not going to play it again. I play, I was I actually have pulled up the same exact Gulch song that I played already on this radio program. So we're going to listen to the Millspec one. I don't think I played this one. So we'll listen to this Millspec. And then we'll see what else we got on our list. Millspec Grand Design. If you're not air drumming right now, I don't know what you're doing.
that was mil spec grand design um yo so that's big finger point hardcore energy tasteful use of uh of crowd chance tasteful right yeah that's the part where you're in the crowd finger pointing hardcore finger pointing at the guy you know yep when you're making the l <laughs> thing like but you're like it's like <laughs> i was always uh uh Were you ever finger pointing yeah no no, no. i'm d- definitely finger pointing but i was always um index and middle finger like you know what i'm saying like put them together not not apart not like the number two but like put them together and, and like that's how I always did the finger pointing. So you're finger pointing to my guns, two fingers. Gun style. Yeah, but not with like the thumb out. Uh, you don't got it's the like thumb make out. a fist got... and then put your your index and your middle finger together and like maybe slightly curve it. Um and like that's how I always did it. Yo, that's a new style. I that was just that's what I knew, dude. That's what my that's style. what we did in Dallas. Northeast Pennsylvania, index and thumb. Index in the thumb. shape of an L, hmm. but you're like you're like uh, you're like curving it under. You like swing your arm. You're like, ah, <laughs> like you, no one can see what the fuck I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, up next on the list, what do you got for us? Uh, nothing. I really. I I gotta wrap up here in the next like ten minutes. All right. Um, well, here's I what I want to talk I gotta about. Do. Um, but. Yeah, go ahead. Like, I got Yo. things to talk about and maybe one thing to play. Um, this AJJ record. Yeah. 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 I only I only <laughs> heard the single. The single that was, like, nine minutes long. Yeah, it's a good one. That shit was sick as fuck. Dude, the whole record is actually pretty good. AJJ, if you don't know them, they're, uh, like, a folk punk band. I'm not really into that genre, but they've always done it for me. They put on great shows. Yep. Um, they used to have kind of an offensive name and be just kind of offensive in general. Um, but they seem like pretty good dudes. And they put out an album in January called Good Luck, Everybody. Yep. Or Good Luck, Everyone, something like that. And uh, <laughs> if only we had known how prophetic that would be. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Didn't they put out another... Wait, am I thinking of somebody else? Didn't they put out something this year, like after this record? Uh, not as far as I know. Um, they kind of like, I fell off of them for a while because they put out, they put out an album called Christmas Island that I really did not like. Yeah. Uh, and they put out an album called the Bible too, which I did not like even more. <laughs> um, so like they kind of lost me in like 2014 to 16 or so. And then mm. I saw that this came out at the beginning of the year and I was like, all right, you know, let's give it a spin. Um, since they put out some, some of my favorite records ever, Knife Man. Fantastic album. Right on. Can't maintain. Fantastic album. Um, so I decided to give him another chance, and I think this this whole record rules. Hell yeah. This this record does rule. I can't... This is the record I was thinking of. Um, my boy Eli. Shout out to Eli. Uh, gracious benefactor of this podcast. Um, he they, they have like a nine-minute long single. Am I misremembering this? That I mean, that sounds like something... That they would do. I'm not see seeing it here, though. I don't remember that on the album. I'm not seeing it either. So. I might be thinking of something. Yo, you know what I'm thinking of? Fuck. What, it's not even up? AJJ. I'm thinking, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of uh, Sufi and Stevens. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like. Not a, 
I don't think so. I, I, maybe like a little bit. I don't like know why I was correlating AJJ, those two. Like whenever it was just the two of them and they didn't have a full band. Um, yeah. I, I could see. I don't know. I can see how you can. I was listening are, to a lot of both of that at like in like 2011. Uh, I was listening to a I lot think, of stuff, Jan Stevens, and a lot of AJJ. So. I think that's where I was thinking about. Similar headspace. Um, the other band I want to ask you about is Soccer Mommy. Sure. Because I never heard of this band. Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think Soccer Mommy is actually just a person. Um, okay. It's like if Cheryl Crow had street cred, I would say. Cheryl Crow. Do you, you remember I Want to Soak Up the Sun, Cheryl Crow? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, so like if if Cheryl Crow was like kind of reexamined um, you know, in 2020 with like a little bit more... Uh, like space to it like it's not just like super slick kind of pop country stuff it's it's more mm. just like spacey pop um her voice kind of sounds similar um that's the only reason i draw that comparison but okay. um it's pretty good um i don't know if you want to play anything because it's kind of a tonal shift from everything else we've had on here that's that, so that's actually good because the the last like remaining things of my list are sure. not at all i've only got the one more tone thing of uh of what we got so sure let's uh, um go ahead i've got one thing other thing on my list that is incredibly heavy um we All don't right. necessarily have to play anything um We're but if you're in, if you're into big boy uh uh chugging metal shit um there's this band called the high cost of playing god uh they're from austin and they fucking rule and i actually found them <laughs> From uh, Joe Jogan's Twitter, he uh, shout he out to sh- Joe Jogan. How- shout out to Joe Jogan. That's a good follow. Um, if you're into that weird shit, and uh, so the song "Sanity" is the song I was gonna bring up. And uh, they are on Bandcamp. It bangs, dude. Uh, that is correct, right? Bandcamp. Uh, I'm sure they are. Uh, I was looking on YouTube, and I believe they have uh. They're named after a Converge song, which, which uh, that makes sense is the only thing that's coming up. So let me find the. Is there anything specific you want me to play? Sanity, by the High Cost of Playing God. Gotcha. Let me see if I can find the Bandcamp. I don't know why I can't type right now. You can go to the High Cost of Playing God Bandcamp. Oh yeah, I remember this. You sent me the uh, album art. Yep. Here's Sanity.
That shit was very hard. It's fucking insane, dude. Insane fucking music. The like harmonic part at the end there is fucking crazy. And the singer dude. plays guitar. So it's like What the I, fuck? I, I give them just insane props for like musicianship. And uh why the fuck wasn't cool music like that being made in Austin when I lived there for for real years shit that was that blasted my ass i forgot how good that shit was yeah man um god they're, damn they're doing it dude uh so check out the high cost of playing god dot bandcamp dot com they only got one out al- they got two albums maybe more i can't really tell from as far as bandcamp, i know they, they have, only show two things they have a four song ep that sanity comes from and then they've just got like a single from 2019 uh, so that's I, accurate. I think uh, yeah. keep your eyes peeled for for more from them. Hopefully, they. I'd love to see a full length from these these fellas. Yeah, for sure. All right, so that covers your list. I got two two or three things I want to share on my list, sure. and only want to play one more song, and cool. we'll wrap this up. We're going on uh, quite a bit of time here. Uh, thank you, Jimbo Sixpack, for your time. Of course. Uh, thank you for having me on again. Uh, you know, I love doing. Of this. course, dude. This this is uh my favorite episode was the one we did last time so and I, I had a blast doing this one as well. I was like nervous to do that one. I think I'm a little more, uh, kind of, you know, in the pocket on this one. Yeah. So. No, you're 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 good, man. Listen, there's no reason to be nervous because despite that I mentioned that uh you know we have thousands of listeners <laughs> per day, <laughs> and we're sponsored by the Magic Spoon. Uh, every listener of this radio program. All the gracious benefactors, uh, they're all good people. For so, sure. Uh, the, the last two things on my list, or sorry, there's three things. Um, and we, I think we talked about these lists in no real order. Uh, I think I started with some of the things that I would quote unquote rate higher than others earlier yeah, on. I didn't, I didn't put it in any particular order. I think it's so kind of like arbitrary to... Yeah, that's that's the yeah. point I'm trying to trying to make here is that we're we're not uh these are not like the best of the year these are just kind of well they are the, these are like the best things we enjoyed but this year but like this last few uh bands we just talked about you know there's no fucking order so it's yeah. fine I spent a um, lot of time trying to make myself like the Deftones this year and I still don't like them uh, a great a great uh benefactor of this radio program Dweeb uh, likes the Deftones <laughs> he sent me a couple of these uh, tracks. Uh, the more I just want, I think I, I talked about this before on on one of the episodes, but like, in so far as the Deftones are concerned, I just want them to sound like Digital Bath. Have you heard that song by them? Yeah, um, that's, that's the only actually, song I like by them. That's really. a song that I have a problem with. Cause really, the drummer doesn't play to the song. He does impressive stuff, but I'm like, dude, you gotta like listen to what's being played <laughs> and like just chill the fuck out on it a little bit. Um, stop. Like, you can play your weird backbeat shit, but, like, just r- relax and, like, flow to the song a little bit. Um, and I think that's just, like, a symptom of the time when that came out. Um, and then the singer opens his mouth, and I'm like, I'm fully out of this. Um, that's, Chino, that's that Chino Marino. Chino Marino. Um, I yeah, like I the really guitar like and bass stuff a lot, and R.E.P. Chi Chang. Um, Rip. Because what happened to him is really, really sad. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. Deftones, not for me. That's all right. That's what we're all. That's what we're all about in this radio program: acceptance, understanding, disagreement. Sure. But still enjoying each other's company. Exactly. If there's one thing you take away from all this rambling that we did, wouldn't have it any other way. 
So the last two things I want to mention is self-defense. They put out pff, fucking 15 songs this year <laughs> in various formats. Check them all out. They're I all good. I wish they the would compile their stuff. I think it is kind of annoying to go dig through a bunch of like two song thing, like singles. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I respect them for, you know, being as weird as the mind of Patrick Kinlan can possibly be. It's, it's the art. Yeah. Um, and self-defense adjacent military gun. They put out. Uh, N-E-P, check that out. It's spelled military, spelled M-I-L-I-T-A-R-I-E. I think I confuse G- them and mil-spec a lot. <laughs> you might, yeah. You the I, I recommend military gun. They're, they're, they're a little bit different. They're like hardcore. They're like, they have hardcore vocals. The guy from Regional Justice Center is the vocalist, but they don't have hardcore instrumentals at all. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a cool dichotomy. That's a good way of putting it. And uh, so to close out the episode, I'll I'll play one more song here. This is from an overlooked uh, artist, uh, Angel Dust Money. Are you familiar with Angel Dust? No. With the, I'm with always the money familiar sign. with Cave Dust. Oh, that's. Yo, and I'm familiar with respect. Angel Dust, like the shit that people like they take off all their clothes, and uh, you know try to attack cops and, and pick up dumpsters nuts. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's in the realm of like PCP and bath salts, that type of shit. I only know about that because of the Dave Chappelle skit with Wayne Brady. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Does Wayne Brady need to choke a bitch? <laughs> Angel dust, motherfucker. PCP. I, I think there's it's also a, wet. um, uh, faith no more album called, uh, Angel dust. I want to say so. So the angel dust I'm referring to, neither of the above. Okay. None of the above. Uh, they are. Uh, angel dust is X trapped under ice. When trapped under ice split, they stopped making trapped under ice. Stopped making music around 2011 or 12. Yep. They did angel dust. Some of the members went on to do. Uh, uh, why can't? I, why am I blanking right now? Blue for you is the name of the song. We. <laughs> Holy shit! I can't. Uh, they have a song generator. Why can't uh, turnstile? Holy shit! I was like having yeah. a brain fart right there. Okay. For a second. Yeah, you said generator, and that was that was shocking. I, how do, you, do you like turnstile? I mean, love them. turnstile. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. I remember you sent me the guy from uh, 311. Maybe it wasn't you. <laughs> I, I would not know anything about anything happening with 311, so it was not me. Uh, somebody sent me a 311. The guy from 311 covering one of their songs. I think it was Sammy D. Shout out to Sammy D. He sent me. So, a 311 guy covering one of their songs because we have like a mutual uh, hatred of 311. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Amber is the color <laughs> of your energy. Uh, anyway, Angel Dust is so Trapped Under Ice takes a break. Some people go on to do Turnstile. Some people go on to do Angel Dust. That's all shared DNA. Dude, you're blowing um, my mind with all the shared DNA. Hey, it's almost like there's only about five actual <laughs> people in hardcore. You, yeah, you're not wrong. So the last song I'll play here is Angel Dust, Turn Off the Guitar, which uh, keep in mind what I mentioned before. This is X Trapped Under Ice. So here we go. Wait, I'm on the wrong tab. Here we go.
Angel Dust Money, Turn Off the Guitar, Jimbo Six Pack, Cave Dust. This has been a podcast. Thank you so much Dude, for listening. Last night was a What do you think about that? Do you know that meme? Which one? Where, where they say, like, bro, last night was a podcast. <laughs> no. It's making fun of the, like, last night was a movie thing. Anyways. Um, uh, uh, yeah. That's clever. Was a podcast, dude. Uh, that was fucking sick. I would not have believed you if, like, I only believe you because I trust your word. But if somebody else had told yep. me that that was X-Trapped on Dry, so I would have been like, you're you're high on Angel Dust. It's the same singer. Um, and <laughs> Damn. That's, that's wild, dude. Yeah, that's, like, somewhere in between the strokes and, like, uh, Black Keys, like, somewhere. Yeah. In that Pretty realm. catchy stuff. Definitely, like, very catchy. Um, I'm going to go listen to more of that. Between Oaf One, Angel Dust Money, and Soul Glow, I got some good stuff to check out. Yo, you heard it here first on the Daily Dust. Uh, thank you for sharing your list as well. Uh, of course. The High Cost of Playing God is definitely up there on things I'm going to be hitting and uh, be on the lookout for, for sure. So thank you for sharing that as well. Yep. Anytime, man. All right, so we and just when recorded you, a lot. When you want to like get real lightheaded uh, and maybe a little hungry, if you know what I'm putting oh, down. Oh, um, a little bit of that sauce. Yes. You'll get a little bit lost in the sauce. Exactly, and if you're not into that, then just like hold your breath for like 15 seconds and stand up real quick, and you'll get the same effect. Same um, thing. Uh, so- soccer mommy. Like I, I really, it's, it's yeah. awesome. Uh, it's a good just like laying down in bed, chilling uh, sort of record. So right on. Highly recommend. That is on that is on the list here. So uh, everybody, go check that stuff out. Go follow Jimbo Six Pack on Twitter, J M B O S X P K. That's it. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for your time, Jimbo. Thank you for having. We'll me. do this again sometime soon. Yeah, man. Podcast. We'll try to do. I'll try to do more. <laughs> <laughs> You're always uh, saying that. Uh, I'm down anytime. <laughs> So you just hit me up and uh, I'll be there. I got nothing else to do. Right on. All right, everybody. Take it easy. Peace.